Welcome to Apple at Work, a podcast all at the intersection of Apple, education, healthcare, enterprise, everything in between. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host as always. This week, I have a first-time guest on the show, Kristen Hogan from Cisco. Kristen, welcome to Apple at Work. Thank you so much, Bradley. Happy to be here. So for our listeners that aren't connected with you on LinkedIn, what do you do at Cisco? Yeah, so I look after our global collaboration partner sales business, so all things Cisco collaboration around the globe across all of our different routes to market, ranging from our uh, VAR business to our service providers, our ecosystem, our agency partners, and everything in between. Uh, been at Cisco coming up on 20 years uh, across a lot of different functions and collaboration and also a nice rotation on the Meraki side of the house as well. Well, you know, that's the brand that I actually personally have the most experience with in my career is Meraki. And that was just really a great acquisition for you all. Um, I, I don't think people that, that if you weren't following the, the, the market at the time, that was really when the explosion of the, the cloud Wi-Fi market was happening. So you had, uh, you had Meraki, you had, uh, obviously Aerohive, and then those were really the two big players at the time. And I think everybody else, um, you know, then you all purchased, uh, gosh, I guess that was, you all purchased Meraki maybe in, is that 2011, 2012? I don't remember. It was, it was many years ago, but it was a big acquisition. But that, I think it's obviously you all have stewarded that, stewarded that brand well. Um, and then every, and every industry player kind of over the forthcoming years got into cloud Wi-Fi. And I think now we're at the place where it's, uh, it's cloud by default. Um, and that's just really the way it should work. And I've put in a bunch of Meraki networks over the years, really, really great products as well. Uh, but that's not the only reason we're here to talk. We're here to talk about uh, a lot of things about Cisco. And again, so you mentioned you've been there for 20 years. And obviously, in the, just in the past 10 years, technology has just evolved at just a, such a rapid pace. But certainly looking back 20 years, you know, probably the Cisco that you started with, in some ways, looks nothing like the Cisco of today. Um, but I, I think your role, I think, is probably one of the more critical ones uh, in 2023. I've said on past shows, um, especially in the enterprise market, customers are now demanding vendor interoperability. Like they want things to connect. Um, and, and I think, obviously, you know, seeing how you all have evolved your relationship with Apple, this is an Apple focused podcast. Um, you all had some announcements recently. Uh, about how you're helping businesses really, you know, deploy more uh, iPads you know, where they need them. Can you kind of walk us through that announcement? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's um, kind of in the vein of what Apple is known for. It's quite simple in that um, at a big picture and, 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 you know, with my route to market job in mind, I always say we want to meet our customers where they want to buy, but we also want to meet our customers um with where they want to consume our technology. And undoubtedly, a lot of our customers, many of our customers want to consume our WebEx technology from their iPhone or from their iPad. And so the recent announcement is quite simple. Uh, we've partnered uh, with Apple and with our Cisco Capital financing arm to bundle together WebEx and iPad devices at a 0% uh, financing offer, which is just a great way to put these devices and the WebEx technology in the hands of many of our customers often taking advantage of, you know, what would be an OPEX expense versus a capital expenditure. So super exciting news. Yeah, that is, um, you know, the, this, the GTM motion of the deployment, I think it is something that I know Cisco thinks about a lot, but I think the, in, the customer thinks about that too. So if you have this technology initiative, um, you may be thinking like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of like, let's say I am uh, insert, you know, convenience store that has 10,000 locations around the country. And we want to put in, 
self-service um, uh, iPad kiosks for our customers to do uh, point of sale checkouts. And we want to do that. And that's an initiative, but uh, we don't have that in the budget this year, or we have that in the budget, but like it only allows us to do a certain number of stores. Um, when you can take that to a, from a CapEx to an OpEx, it allows you to really enhance that digital transformation, move it faster. Uh, but then also a way that allows you to budget along the way. And I think one of the things I really like about an OpEx model for technology is it allows you to kind of stay on consistent, you know, upgrades. So a good example is, you know, if you've deployed iPads, um, you know, this year or last year, but you're thinking, oh, gosh, in three years, we're going to be deploying Wi-Fi 6E. Let's say we have a, a, a we're doing a Meraki rollout of Wi-Fi 6E, and we want to make sure all of our iPads have Wi-Fi 6E. Well, if you've done an, a, a CapEx model, you're probably going to have a tough sell to finance to say, hey, these iPads are working great, but we, we need the newest one because it has even more reliable Wi-Fi. Probably nobody's, nobody's approving that purchase order. But if you have a, a OPEX model where it's built into your budget yearly, uh, and you can say, hey, when this is done, uh, we're going we're gonna, to you know, redeploy. So I, th- I think, again, it's, it's not even as much a technology solution as it is a go-to, go-to-market solution for your customers to say, this allows us to get the latest and greatest uh, into the hands of you know, our end users. So I think it's fantastic. Absolutely. You know, it just puts that predictability um, into the buying cycle. And, you know, the timing, if we think about some of the macro trends, couldn't be better. Um, you know, obviously, I think we've all heard the phrase hybrid work, probably to death. Uh, we might be sick of hearing about hybrid work. But the reality is this is, you know, a I hate to even call it a trend. This is a, a, a you know, a business um, imperative that all of our customers across Apple and Cisco are currently faced with. And, you know, here at Cisco, we talk a lot about, you know, we could talk for days about hybrid work, but at the end of the day, Cisco from a collaboration lens is committed to giving our customers that world's best experience, whether they're working in the office, whether they're working at home or whether they're working mobily. And, you know, if you kind of put that together with what Apple brings to the table, uh, it's an amazing solution. And that 0% financing offer will put it into more people's hands. So super exciting news. Everything technology today, um, particularly around, um, you know, networking and user devices and security is no longer, it's a luxury. Uh, I, I think I said in a previous podcast, um, it, it don't know, no matter what shape your budget is in, like if you have an office, like if, again, if I have a corporate office I manage, if I'm out of uh, paper towels in the bathrooms, you just have to buy more paper towels. Like I don't, that's not something I can deny from a budget perspective. Uh, and, and technology is there too. Like if I have, uh, devices that don't work. If I have a networking infrastructure that's, that goes down all the time, you don't have a choice but to uh, not not keep that fresh. Um, so I, again, I think it's it, again, it's just making it easier for customers, regardless of their you know current budget to you know if they don't have the uh, uh, you know room in the budget to do a large capex buy, it just makes it easier. Um, but again, this kind of I think sets a trend. You know, you all have been strong partners with Apple um, going on eight years now. So back in twenty fourteen. 2015. And really, this was maybe even a time when um, you know, you see Apple today a lot doing you know, various integrations with um, you know, different companies. But this was at a time when Apple was maybe a little bit more closed off. So uh, I think this partnership really set the tone for what Apple would see over the next uh, over the next you know, eight, you know, eight years going on 10. Um, what's it been like, you know, to to, you know, I know, obviously, your customers are now you know, you know, Apple's growing in the enterprise, but kind of give us a little bit of, a, of you can, where you can a little bit of background on this on this uh, unique partnership. You know, it's interesting. I 
I remember vividly uh, where I was the day we announced our partnership with Apple. And you're correct, it was August of 2015. And we did a big, huge debut at our global sales meeting in Las Vegas. Um, And it's been really interesting to see that partnership, you know, not only get launched back then, but continue. Here we are in 2023, still going strong. Um, You know, you nailed it. It really initially, the, the kind of genesis of the partnership was to provide a, you know, an even better experience when customers were both an Apple customer and a Cisco customer, give them that kind of network prioritization, give them these better experiences. Um, But if you fast forward to where we are today, and again, specific to the collaboration business that I look after, uh, it's been really interesting to see some of the things we've doubled down on um, with hybrid work being kind of the the macro driver behind this. But, uh, you know, number one, things like... um, I'll give you a couple examples just from the experience standpoint. Uh, when you're working remotely, you know, you might be at a coffee shop on a big call and uh, that can be distracting for everyone else on the meeting. Now I'm on my phone at a coffee shop and I'm on a WebEx meeting. I can optimize that audio where that meeting will only pick up my voice and automatically uh, eliminates all of that coffee shop background noise. Um, things like, and again, it goes back to providing these amazing experiences, whether in the office at home or mobile. When I walk into a Cisco office now, um, I can, again, automatically airplay on any of the big Cisco video devices, ranging from our desk series all the way to our big room systems, just natively airplay onto these devices, which is really amazing. Um, you know, a lot of interesting, you know, kind of like camera, being able to use my iPhone as a webcam when I'm at home or on the road, it just tons of things we're doing to provide our customers that same amazing WebEx experience, whether they're in the office on one of the most amazing highest end Cisco video devices or through our partnership with Apple, whether they're in their car on the road, uh, joining a meeting from their iPhone. So lots going on. It's been an amazing partnership to watch over the years and still going strong. This episode of Apple at Work is sponsored by Mosul. Deploying, managing, and protecting Apple devices at work shouldn't be difficult or require several solutions. Mosul is the only Apple unified platform for business. By combining enhanced device management, endpoint security, internet privacy and security, single sign-on, enhanced app management into a single Apple-only platform, businesses can now easily and automatically deploy, manage, protect their Apple devices automatically with one solution at an affordable price. With a solution for every business size and the best support in the market, start a free 30-day trial and see firsthand why Mosul is more than an Apple MDM. Mosul is everything you need to work with Apple. To learn more, visit business.mosul.com. That's business.mosyle.com. Thanks to Mosul for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. Well, I remember in those early days, you know, you saw like if you looked in Apple's tech documentation, um, it was a lot of those about like really helping to optimize Apple devices on uh, Cisco Wi-Fi networks. And and that's obviously like today, that's a... Not a, not a solve problem, but like technology, the so much has gotten gotten into the chips, and so it's like it just kind of works. And and in many of the companies, are you, you know, there's there's the latest features are baked into the chips, and then obviously with Wi-Fi six E technology, as that kind of starts to work its way through Apple's product line. I know you all have you know products there as well. Um, Wi-Fi is kind of a solved problem for me. Like it works or it doesn't. It's really, really slow. Like now it's about kind of doing things on top of the network with the data, uh, with business intelligence. Um, but at the time, like it wasn't that way. So you really saw Apple 
saying, hey, we're starting to fine tune our Wi-Fi drivers to really work well with, with these access points. And we're kind of had this collaboration. And I, looking back, that was at the beginning. What I thought was it was a strong move by Apple to become one of the largest uh, business endpoints. Because again, I go back to what I said earlier. I, Customer to me is king in all all things, and and so like the customer experience, so the device is working. So you, you know a um, you know Cisco doesn't sell computers, where Apple doesn't sell video conferencing solutions. They don't they do not sell business networking solutions. So a you know Apple focuses on the customer, Cisco focuses on the customer. Customer wins, and so really what the customer is saying is like, hey vendors. I want y'all to work together to make my life easier. So as you mentioned, like this seamless integration to going into conference rooms, you have your Apple devices, it seamlessly airplanes devices. And that was, you know, obviously I think companies over the years are territorial, but I think one of the things that we're seeing now is like when you just focus on the customer experience, everybody wins uh, because mm-hmm. the customer is happier. And if a customer knows like, Hey, we use WebEx and it works great with Apple. We use Apple. It works great with WebEx. Like, that's a win for everybody because that means you're less likely to, to change because, again, you kind of really appreciate those seamless integrations. Um, and then, you, you know, you think about, again, uh, if I'm an IT support and I, I really think that, like, doing IT support in a remote slash hybrid environment is one of the most difficult things. And, you know, shout out to anybody that does remote IT support uh, for organizations because that's hard. But like you mentioned, it just things like, hey, my WebEx in a coffee shop you know, magically cleans up the audio so nobody can hear it. Again, that's a win for IT because that means the users, the technology isn't isn't then like a problem. It's actually like an enabler of collaboration. Does that make sense? I always say the best technology in the world just exists and we don't even think about it, right? It just, you know, provides that delightful, seamless experience that just works. And um, again, our customers, they want the same experience. You don't want to have a subpar experience uh, with Cisco or with Apple when you're at home versus in the office versus mm-hmm. in the coffee shop. You want these magical experiences. And you know, you mentioned something earlier that is a big driver for us at Cisco. And it, again, it starts with that customer at the center. Um, you know, the reality is, and we think about just let's take collaboration and WebEx. I'd love for the whole world, all day, every day, to only be joining WebEx meetings, right? But the reality and the analogy I use, like I am sure Netflix would love for us to only have one streaming service. We all, I have Hulu, I have Netflix, I have HBO Max, right? I'm hopping across, um, across the different platforms depending on what I want at that time. And likewise, our customers are hopping across different meetings platforms. And you've seen a big step, huge step on behalf of Cisco in the collaboration business over the past year. Um, to take as an example, our best in the world devices um, as a platform. And now on my uh, on my Cisco video devices, I have a join WebEx button. I have a join Microsoft Teams button. I have a join Zoom button. Um, and again, why? Because that's what the customers have wanted. Um, they want that seamless experience. And that same North Star is really what's guided us for uh, how we approach this partnership with Apple of just that customer first Um experience and and making those experiences inclusive and amazing no matter where where our customers are or how they're joining a meeting um, and wanting to access Cisco. No, that it's a great point because I, I was chatting with the uh, CEO of Meeting Owl uh, in one of our previous episodes and he kinda some of one of their products that has that that can, you know, for their um, 
like conference rooms in the in offices where they can like overlay a calendar. So like if you add a say um, a room that room to your calendar, it will auto import that meeting. And he says, but we work with like all the meeting invites. You know, because mm-hmm. you know even if like my company standardizes on WebEx, my customers may not. Maybe they can't right. use WebEx. Maybe they're in a regulated industry that can only use you know Zoom. Well, so WebEx would be well, the <laughs> well, you know, like you know, but it's like yeah, even it's if, fair, like, yeah. even even like you know, if my company uses WebEx and they use Zoom or, or vice right. versa. Um, those like, you know, you want to have those like ways where, you know, customers, again, even if they're a customer of WebEx, if they have to join a Zoom or they have to join a Microsoft Teams. Make it as an amazing experience. Yeah. Amazing as amazing experience. And and I think, you know, calendar companies have done a really nice job there of like kind of making, you know, that was something prior to COVID. I don't think like was as easy as it is now where it's like everything's just like one click. it, It joins the meeting. Um, and then you know, obviously none of them are perfect, and you, but you just want to make sure like you have a really really nice experience. Um, now, and one of the things that I, I, it's got, it probably would have sounded crazy three years ago to me to say I need a really good uh, meeting and conference environment on CarPlay, but it were, but like it, it's not that I'm like you know in a way like taking video meetings from the car, but like I often. Uh, you know, I work with people that are on different time zones. So I might have meetings at a time, like I'm actually doing school pickup. So like being able to take that, you know, I'll, I'll be just, just on audio people. Like I can be in a car, have a nice experience. It's easy to connect. And then I'm, you know, using my, we just got 5g ultra wideband. I'm using 5g ultra wideband to connect to a really nice audio experience. People often don't even know that I'm in the car because the, the quality is so good. Um, what kind of, you know, what have you heard from customers about using CarPlay with WebEx? You know, I'll, uh, it's interesting. I, one, like you, it's, it's something I do every day, right? And it's something that, that I think our customers don't want to think about. They just, they want, they are demanding and not just our, our, like big, the royal customer, but the users within our customer. Um, it's the experience they want. And I, I'll tell you, it's funny. I, when we talk about how the world has changed over the past three years, you know, um, doing all in office, that was easy, right? We, we kind of had that that down pat. And then when everyone went home and it was just remote work, that was pretty easy too. Like let's, I mean, the world figured that out pretty amazingly fast. And you know, what we found is now that we are living in this hybrid world, that's where it starts to get a little tricky, right? It's because, you know, if all your users are in the car, easy. If 10 are in the car and 10 are in a big, beautiful conference room in the, you know, beautiful New York office and um, you know, 10 are at home. How do you still make that a magical experience and an equal experience for all? And, um, you know, that's where Cisco's really been focused is just, you know, kind of building out that parity across all mm. of those different ways. We're all going to be working simultaneously. Um, at the same time, it's, you know, I, every day in the news, you know, one, we did a really big hybrid work study here at Cisco back at the beginning of 2022. And this will not come as a surprise to anyone. I think we all live this, but 62, we, we surveyed like 27,000 people and 62% said that um, the ability to work in a hybrid way uh, would be a deciding factor in whether they stayed with a company or joined a company. And like, listen, we see it in the news every day. We've seen some of these big companies mandating, you must come back into the office um, three days a week or four days a week or five days a week. And the employees are revolting. Say no. Um, and one of the reasons they are revolting is what we have learned. And again, this is due in part to some of the amazing investment 
um, that Cisco has put into creating these experiences, no matter where you're working, is we know we can be productive. To your back to the car play question, we can be just as productive and have just as a uh, impeccable meeting experience on WebEx via call or play on our iPhone in the car as we can um, in the conference room in New York City with the world's best, um, highest in video conferencing equipment. So it's just, it's been really interesting. It's something that we've talked about for years and years, but we're now seeing it truly like in action. We're all living it every day. And it's something that we've all experienced now, um, which has been nice and really neat to see. Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, if you, I don't know, I'm thinking, um, again, I'll go back to convenience store. People have had remote or hybrid employees or remote employees yeah. for years. So if I, if I, you know, if I work for, uh, you know, insert generic uh, equipment manufacturing company, well, like if I have field sales technicians, field salespeople, we already had remote employees. Yeah. We just, you know, the majority of them weren't. So now what's been cool about it is like, even for organizations that are back in the office, like their employees that are still in the field, you know, again, so we say field, field level employees, like they have better experiences now, they have better technology, people are thinking about it more. Um, and I know for me, like I, I enjoy working from, like I love people, um, but I, like I get more work done at home. Uh, and so like there's that, you know, nice, there's that nice balance. And I'll tell you, this is going to sound crazy. I love a good walking meeting. So I will often, uh, I will often pull up like, you know, or I'll say, Hey, can we, can can we do like just an audio only meeting? I'm going to take my dogs on a walk. And I I don't know. It's just like something freeing about like getting out in the sun and not staring at the computer. And, um, but uh, again, I think the cool thing is now is it's so you don't have to kind of even think about it. You just say like, I've got an iPhone. It's got a great cell connection. I've got good video conferencing apps. I've got all the collaboration tools. Uh, and it all kind of works. And I think a lot of that is like the advent of like really, really good home networking, really good enterprise networking, and also really good cellular infrastructure. It's like you can kind of be connected wherever. And ultimately, that allows like the best ideas and the best collaboration to kind of rise to the surface. And you just kind of get stuff done in, in, in a way that's like you're judged on your output, not like where you're sitting. One, uh, two thoughts. A hundred percent agree. I'll I'll tell you a funny kind of going for a walk story and then I'll I'll I have a comment on the remote work, but I also love a good walking meeting and um, always have. It's if you have, you know, love them. Highly, you got two things at once. Um, even back to that optimized my voice only, you know, in years past, I'd be on a walk and you'd hear like the sounds of nature, like the birds mm-hmm. chirping and maybe a dog barking and a car going by. And you're like, oh, they know I'm on a walk. Like now, I can go on a walk and have a very productive walking meeting and no one knows I'm on a walk, right? We, that, that audio is optimized for my voice only on the iPhone via WebEx. Uh, at the same time, you mentioned, you know, like you, I have worked for uh, remotely in my entire career. But for anyone out there who has worked remotely, I think we, we can all, we've all been there where you're that one remote attendee. And everyone else is in the conference room and all, you know, you're kind of on video, but all you see are these little tiny faces at a big conference room table. And, um, you don't really feel like part of the meeting. You kind of, you're like, can you hear me? Can you see me? And then when somebody's talking in the room, you're like, who's talking? Like, I see a lot of little faces. Um, you know, so this was remote work is not new, but some of the strides that we have massive strides we've taken with the software behind WebEx that go like parlays all the way to that mobile experience on an Apple device is, you know, things like what we call people focus. So now instead of frame, if I'm a remote attendee, instead of like my video view being just that big conference room with 14 little tiny faces around uh, a conference table, 
WebEx automatically frames up each of those faces in a way that now when you're that remote attendee joining, you know, from home or from your mobile device, you feel like you're, you don't feel like you're getting this second uh, class experience. You feel like, okay, like I'm part of this meeting. My face is part of this meeting. I see everyone's faces. Um, and it's such a small little, again, like kind of that technology that happens behind the scenes that no one even really thinks about. But when you then, um, I'm very used to this. I live in kind of technology, WebEx, you know, conferencing Disneyland here at Cisco. Joined a joined a meeting the other day that the uh, the conference room set up. I was the remote attendee, and they did not use WebEx. And I was like, "Wow, oh my gosh, this is how this is how it was like years ago." It just you didn't feel as much of you know part of the meeting. It was mm-hmm. a, it was not the best experience. Um, and again, one of those things you don't realize um, how good it is until you experience the old way. So some interesting things we're doing with the software. It really is. And, I, you know, as we wrap up, I, I was talking to somebody recently and I said, you know, I'm like, I had this like rant where like I'm a big fan of protocols. So like I want everything to be an open protocol that anybody can build on top of. That's why I love email uh, because it's an open protocol. You can have apps. You have a technology. You lay your apps on. You layer apps and solutions on top of it. And um, I said, you know, I don't think TCP IP gets enough credit for how it's changed the world. Um, all the, I mean, you just kind of set back and, uh, you, you know, I've been working in technology for, uh, I started, you know, my first job 19 years ago. So and it was at working at a telco, um, doing, doing ISP tech support. Uh, oddly enough, I had, I had to call my ISP this morning because my internet was down and the guy that answered was a guy that I used to work with. And it was funny how that works. I had talked in 15 years, but, um, just like all the cool things that we've done with TC, TCP IP over the years and to think like. I remember when I first plugged up my first uh, wireless router at home, 802, you know, 802.11b, and you thought, like, you're filling around the computer. Like, There's nothing here. Like, it's just wireless, and it works. And now um, we can take, you know, we have 1080p cameras that we can walk around our neighborhoods and walk our dogs and um, talk to anybody around the world for free, it, it, you know, no friction. Um the world's not perfect. Technology's not perfect. But uh, you know, people, I, I think people sometimes, like, they'll complain about, oh, Apple's new phones is that exciting? It's like I sort of think about technology the way I think about airplanes. The moment that airplanes stop being cool, um, like it's like you think about it, like I I was here uh, an hour ago and I've gone across the country hundreds of miles away um, and, and a thing that's throwing through the air and I didn't die. Um, I think that's pretty cool. And I just always think like the fa- the fact that I can talk to someone over video, friction free um, on, on a device that you know costs you know, a couple hundred dollars. I think it's just, we live in an amazing world technology wise. And I, and I just don't, I think sometimes like we lose, we lose, uh, we get beat down over the day to day, but like we live in an amazing world that all started with TCP IP. You know, I can agree more and, um, you know, kind of back to, to why we're here today. Everything you just said is what is, uh, you know, just so remarkable about what Cisco, who I believe has the world's best collaboration platform, you know, the company synonymous with networking and Apple bring to the table. You know, we like both of us have that our customers are at the center of this. We're listening to what our customers want and delivering not only what they want, but kind of trying to stay a step ahead with these amazing experiences that again, all technology that is the most magical just exists in the background and you don't think about it. So 
an interesting that is a that's a great place to edit this week Kristen. thanks for coming on the show uh, again keep up the great work at cisco i love to see the partnership with apple and again i think what what i love about this partnership over the last eight years is i think it really set apple on a course to becoming uh, one of the largest endpoints um in, in, in the enterprise and ultimately it's the what has not changed about Apple as they've become more popular um, at work is they still have that great user experience and people still love to use their devices. And so, uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Keep up the great work at Cisco. We'll have some resources about Cisco and uh, the recent WebEx updates along with the new iPad um, 0% financing option. We'll have some links about that in the show notes. So if you're interested in that, check it out. And uh, Kristen, thanks for coming on Apple at Work this week. Thank you so much for having me.